0: Brandon
1: Ryan. And yes, welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show, helping you win in any marketplace. We want to make you a more informed consumer by listening to the show, consumerqb.com. You can see all of our links to our partners and the previous shows, consumerqb.com. And of course, download the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. You can see our podcast and previous shows there, and consumerqb.com. This is a uh, great show lineup for you today. we got Alex Lima, Black Belt Fitness, Black Belt Fitness and Martial Arts. You've heard Alex on the program. Fred Muth, Tampa Screens and Aluminum, as well as attorney Anthony Rickman. Uh, going to be talking about the gun bill, uh, red flag laws, Brian Laundry case, kind of an update on that. Uh, the uh, J6 and the plot to kill Kavanaugh in, in the, the Supreme Court. Some of the hypocrisy going on with our legal system at the highest levels uh, coming up here on the program. Uh, Want to let you know about a hot listing here in Tampa Bay, 2803. Safe Harbor Drive in Tampa. This is one of our listings that we've got at one point one five nine million dollars. Beautiful home, uh, gated community. I love this uh, neighborhood as well. It's it's one of those neighborhoods that have the majestic oak trees just lining the streets. Uh, the streets there. Twenty eight oh three Safe Harbor Drive, fifty two hundred and fifty three square feet, and a gorgeous estate style home right here in Tampa Bay. Now it's located at the Estates at White trout lake uh, you got a spiral staircase as well to the second floor elevator beautiful property 2803 safe harbor drive in tampa and you can see all of our real estate listings at platinum mvpteam.kw.com
0: all
1: right let's jump right into it we got anthony rickman in the house the rickmanlawfirm.com welcome in Brandon. thanks for having back yeah man thanks for coming let's jump right into it this gun bill confusing a lot of people yeah you well- know? Hot off the presses this
2: morning, the Supreme Court actually passed a a ruling today that upheld and supported the rights of individuals to carry firearms, Um, specifically in those states that were restricting the rights of normal, law-abiding citizens from carrying guns. New York, Chicago, states like New York, Chicago, states like California, that had restrictive gun laws. Clarence Thomas uh, authored an opinion today that prohibits those states in many ways, from from stopping people from lawfully carrying their firearms. Yes. In those states, specifically in New York, what the what the Supreme, what what happened in those states is that in order to get a gun, to carry a gun, to get a concealed carry permit in New York, for instance, you had to answer questions as to why you needed that gun. You had to tell none the, of your business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tell us, tell us New York why you need a gun. Well, I need the gun to protect my fortune and my money. So now everybody knows you're applying for a gun. You got it for a reason. Right. Um. You know. But no, what the Supreme Court said of those rules, those regulations Mm -hmm. violate the right to carry. It's an unlawful restraint. And it is. You shouldn't have to be able to tell the government why you are doing what you can lawfully do. Yeah. possess a firearm. That's what the Second Amendment provides. Unbelievable. And luckily we have a court now that is construing and reading the Constitution the way it's written. Mm -hmm. They are looking at the, the four corners of that text. They're looking at text of the Constitution. They're applying it to the facts. And they are saying that this is what the law is. Yeah. The three dissenters talk about gun violence, this and that, and they're they're trying to legislate from the bench when that's not what the Supreme Court is supposed to do. Exactly. Supreme Court is supposed to analyze the Constitution, analyze the document, apply the law to a set of facts, and make a ruling based on the constitutionality. And what the Supreme Court did here is they upheld the rights of regular citizens to possess firearms. And obviously we you know what's interesting about the, those states. The states with the biggest restrictions on guns – have the largest amount of gun violence. The
1: highest rates of violence. Unbelievable. You because see it all law-abiding over. citizens can't protect themselves. Exactly.
2: And what the Supreme Court says is that the law-abiding citizens should have the right to carry a firearm for self-defense. Because we know the bad guys are going to get the guns the wrong way. Yeah. Good guys trying to get guns the right way. Exactly. Are the ones who are being restricted and the ones who are being killed.
1: Yeah. I mean, how smart were our forefathers? I mean, these guys, you know, man, to have the foresight to see this, to write specific language, and then, you know, they come in and say, oh, well, it's not absolute. You can't have a cannon. (laughs) Look, if if, if
2: citizens didn't have the right to possess firearms, we'd be speaking a different type of language. Same language, but a different sound of it. We'd be speaking old English because this is why we have a country because our citizens had the right to carry firearms. The right to establish militias. We're not saying the militias like they're accusing January 6th of. Exactly. We're talking about exactly. the, the traditional militia and the right of the citizens yeah. to possess guns. Yeah. And what we're going to see eventually down the road with, with this Congress that we have, with the knee-jerk reactions that we have, is an ultimate battle. We're going to see Congress trying to limit and continue to try trying to restrict the rights of normal citizens to carry firearms. And the Supreme Court now being asked if what Congress is doing – is unconstitutional. Mm. You know, one of the biggest examples I think is going to come down the pipe now pretty soon is going to be these red flag laws we talk about, right? You know, where what the Congress is trying to do now is pass a federal law that says if you have ever been convicted of domestic violence, mm. or if you ever had a restraining order or an injunction placed against you, it ties what they call the boyfriend loophole. If you've ever had a restraining order for dating violence or domestic violence against you, you will never be able to possess a gun for the rest of your life. So let's say a kid who's in college at 18 years old, living with his girlfriend, yep. gets in a domestic inc- incident, doesn't know better, doesn't hire a guy like me to go fight it, yep. walks into court, agrees to an injunction. Hey, I don't want to see her anyway. She doesn't want to see exactly. me. I'm going to agree to this injunction. 25 years old, he goes to try and get a gun license. He's never going to get it if this if this law passes. Right. And that's a restriction on the Second Amendment. And, you know, segues in what I do. You know, if you've been accused of a crime, a domestic violence crime. Right. Say the, the alleged victim doesn't want to prosecute doesn't mean the state isn't going to pick up that charge. Right. doesn't mean the state isn't going to compel her to come and testify against you. Yep. Let's say you get served with an injunction and you decide, hey, you know what? I may not get an attorney. I don't want to see her. She doesn't want to see, see me. I'm just going to agree to this injunction. Mm. Agreeing to this injunction or an injunction, a domestic violence injunction or agreeing to accept a plea on a, on a domestic violence related charge – will now potentially affect your right to carry a firearm for the rest of your life. Are you admitting guilt at that point? Well, you are. The courts will find that as right. an admission. Yeah, and it's exactly. Not even, and, and we're talking about two other standards of proof. To be convicted in a criminal case, you need proof beyond reasonable doubt. Yeah. You're charged criminally with battery. Right. But in an injunction, all you need is clear and convincing evidence, a, a much less standard of, of proof. Right. You know, clear and substantial evidence this happened. Right. That's different than a criminal case. So it's even a much lesser standard. And. Unfortunately, when I see these injunctions, injunction meaning restraining order, someone boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, they file a restraining order, I'm in fear, I'm afraid. A lot of judges tend to grant these injunctions. All you need is two alleged acts of violence, one of which occurred in the last six months or one continued pattern of stalking um, or one uh, alleged sexual violence. And if you agree to this injunction now without counsel, without fighting this case, you agree to it. You could be, you know, hamstrung your entire life from doing a lot of things.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's crazy, and that's and that's something where you know I could see the mindset as you're as you're laying it out there. Oh, yeah, I don't want to see her anyways, and and people would admit to that. But then you're admitting guilt, you're putting that that you know on your record, kind of like your report card. following you around, and that's a challenge for people. Uh, so let's hey. let's keep moving here because I want to cover a lot of ground. Unless you, you, no, you, no, go ahead. Yeah. So the the Gillum, you know, yeah. the story about Gillum. I mean, and
2: this guy was. 32,000 votes away from being the governor of the state of Florida. Yeah. And thank God, look what DeSantis has done for the state. Yeah, I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, he has done a great job. Unbelievable. It, may be, it may be President DeSantis, you know, sometime very soon. Could be. Um, but at least for this cycle, he's going to be hopefully governor DeSantis again. But look, I mean, let's call it what it is. This guy was very close to being governor. And then right after that, we saw what wild this was going on. I mean, look, this is the guy who was running for governor with a federal investigation going on for what he did while he was the mayor of Tallahassee.
1: Mayor of Tallahassee, yeah. does that say something? Does that speak about Tallahassee and the swamp around the? Th- uh, look, I, I went to Florida State. We're going to keep that out of the way. okay. okay. So, well,
2: no, you know, know, but no, it is. You know, look, I, connect I do, some dots, no, one hundred
1: percent. You know,
2: Tallahassee is a small. People right. don't realize it's small world. Yeah, you, it you is. get you know half of the population is basically Florida State students, and once they're gone, you know it's it's old swampy Tallahassee. We know exactly what exactly. it is. You are one hundred percent right, um, and it does. You know, the politics of Tallahassee is is you know that backroom stuff, and that's yeah. what we saw here with Gillum. You know, taking money for campaign financing, taking taking money, using it to go on trips, not reporting those trips, right. taking gifts, uh, trips, you know, five thousand dollar tours in New York, Hamilton tickets, and eventually, you know, the Department of Justice came down on him. Mm. And this investigation was going on while he was governor. He while he was running for governor, mm-hmm. he tried to downplay it. DeSantis hit him with it, and ultimately, DeSantis was right. You know, yeah. that he was indicted by, you know, a. Liberal-leaning Department of Justice. Right, okay? they look behind the politics. So you have to credit Department well, of Justice. Well, that is a credit. Wow, you know, that's of, great of going that route. And that's not even talking about you know the fact that he was found you know in his own you know vomit on the floor after having a bender. That was you in know?
1: Dade County, wasn't it? Dade
2: County. So <laughs> this is a guy who obviously has his issues, and now he's going to be he's in federal court. And yeah, and look, he's denying you know guilt. Entered a plea of not guilty. That's his right. Yeah. And ultimately, we're going to see how it plays out.
1: Right. Exactly. All right. We're talking with Anthony Rickman here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, the Rickman Law Firm, uh, one of our local area expert contributors on the Consumer Quarterback Show, helping uh, educate the consumers out there. And especially in the criminal defense space, uh, you know, Anthony has been doing how how many years you've been in business now.
2: So, yeah. So I uh, started in 2005.
1: Um, I was a prosecutor
2: first. You know, I did a few years at the state attorney's office here in Hillsborough County The mark over. Um, then went out in private practice. So I've been doing defense work since 2007. Yep. So um, you know, I've been defending people across the Bay, across the state, and have clients actually nationally um, charged, arrested, accused, charged, being investigated for criminal offenses. Yeah. Um, and you know, my practice isn't just after you've been arrested. If you're under investigation, and we've always talked about being proactive. If you think you're being investigated, it's important to consult an attorney right away. You know, right. If law enforcement talking to you, it's important to consult an attorney. I know we're going to talk about the Brian Laundry case. You know, your right to remain silent. That's one of the things that his family invoked that they're being yeah. sued for now. Yeah. Um, you know, and when you talk about, you know, when law enforcement talks to you, you know, you'll hear it saying anything you say can and will be used against you. Right. And they mean that. They mean it. Because even if you, you think it can't be used against you. Right. If law enforcement has a theory, if the government has a theory. Yep. They're going to use your statements to support that theory. Yeah. Even if you think
1: I was watching one, those, one of those Netflix shows, and that you can clearly see, like they're co- coercing these guys. Oh, don't lie to me again! You've been lying to me. And the the defense, I think it was, they said, "You know how many times you said you called him a liar during that that one hour interview? One hundred and fifteen times." You know. <laughs> well, you want to talk about liars? You know, the Constitution. I was in a deposition one time, and I was
2: cross-examining. I mean, you know, a detective who, you know, kept telling my client they had all this evidence and right. and they had nothing and everything I hit him with, it, hit him with, you know, well, isn't it true you don't have this? Isn't it true you don't have an identity? And you told him this. You told him that that the witness called him the boogeyman. Wow. And he gets up. He's so angry. he Throws the chair. He goes. The Constitution of the United States says to me that I can lie. I can lie to someone I'm questioning. I have no obligation to tell this person the truth. And that's true. Wow. Law enforcement does not have to tell you the truth. Wow. When they interrogate you, you waive your right to remain silent. You agree to sit down to and talk to them. They do not have to tell you the truth. Wow. They don't have to tell you when hmm. I have evidence. I
1: didn't. I've and, not heard that before. And,
2: they, and the Constitution allows them to do it. as part wow. of their investigation. Powers. Interesting. And people don't realize it. Look, how many times have you heard about these, you know, the, the sex things or trafficking things? What did they ask? You know, I saw a prostitute. Tell me you're not a cop. I'm not a cop. You know, right. they, it happens all the time. Right. They can lie. And um, that's not entrapment. Right. Uh, so when people think that the police are telling you, yeah, I just, you know, it'd be a lot easier for you. If you just cooperate and tell me everything, I won't charge you. It. It's not true. yeah. You know, so it's, that's why it's important to get, have an attorney at all stages of your case. And, you know, my cases range, you know, again, anything from a DUI to DUI manslaughter, you know, from a battery to an aggravated battery. I handle you know, homicides, murders, first degree, second degree, um, you know, gun charges, violent offenses, and also financial crimes, you know, federal and state white-collar crimes.
1: Well, I want to take a quick break there and that's that's uh, good stuff from Anthony Rickman, the Rickman Law Firm. We're going to come back and I want to talk with Anthony about January 6th. We're going to talk about the plot to kill our uh, you know, Supreme Court. You know, there's they're, they're letting them get away with this and there's there's some stuff that people need to know about that. So we're going to talk about that Anthony Rickman coming up here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, consumerqb.com.
3: This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of
0: the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rives. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com.
1: Michael's here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. Any of our listeners out there, we'll offer you a 2% listing for the first three callers that reach out to the hotline, 813-917-1894. Call or text the hotline 813-917-1894. Also, a great opportunity for folks out there looking for a part-time gig, maybe a side hustle, is Keller Williams Real Estate School, powered by Kaplan. Reach out if you'd like more information on how we have a free real estate school for you. Online class, get licensed, and start referring business in, or maybe make a new career. 813 813- 917-1894, ConsumerQB.com, for our syndicated radio and TV show on 80 outlets worldwide, ConsumerQB.com, or our real estate website at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. That's PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. And please follow us online at BrandonRimes1 on Instagram, Twitter, Gitter, and check out our YouTube channel, Brandon Rhymes Realty. online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Uh, I've got a hot listing at 9031-122nd Avenue. This is a $4.5 million listing of mine. Commercial property development play, 15.56 acres. So uh, please alert any of your uh, friends, entrepreneurs, developers, folks in the business, uh, real estate or not, uh, you know, looking to commercially uh, develop this property. 9031 22nd avenue it's right off of i-75 and fowler avenue at old morris bridge road old morris bridge road and 122nd great development play four and a half million dollar listing 9031 122nd avenue in tampa and you can see all of our real estate listings at platinum mvpteam.kw.com All right, back in studio, we've got Anthony Rickman here, criminal defense attorney. Let's jump right into it. Supreme Court uh, plot to kill Kavanaugh uh, and, and, you know, all the the protesting going on. And then you've got the flip side of that is uh, proving that people walked into the J6 and there's federal people involved with that. And they kind of opened up the gates and said, here, come in. Let's set you up.
2: Yeah, well, luckily, the Department of Justice has done the right thing as it relates to this individual would-be assassin. They've indicted him and they're going to prosecute him. But we really shouldn't even be there. Right. Because if the Department of Justice was enforcing the laws that were already written and are contained within our federal guidelines and statutes, then the people protesting outside the houses of the Supreme Court justice would be in jail the same way the January 6th people are in jail and being prosecuted for entering right. the Capitol. Because there is a federal law that prohibits individuals from protesting at the houses of Supreme Court justices, And it's happening every day, and nobody is enforcing that law. Right? Why is the Department of Justice – Not arresting individuals protesting outside the homes of the Supreme Court Justice. And it's not just, and it's not peaceful. You know, they call it peaceful because nobody's hurt. But sitting in front of, you know, a Supreme Court Justice home with covered in blood, right? With, you know, babies and families zip tied together or something like that. It's crazy. that, That may be peaceful, but you're disturbing the peace of this justice, right? And the justices are appointed for a lifetime to be absent political. Um, You know, political influence, absent influence of people, and what these people are trying to do is they're trying to terrorize, intimidate, intimidate, and influence these justices, and 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 in the worst case, kill them. Yeah. Because in their mind, in these sick people's minds, they would be hailed a hero. They would be hailed a hero, but not only that, Biden gets to appoint a liberal person to take their
1: spot. Oh, exactly.
2: And and that's what's disgusting, and that's why these Supreme Court justices need protection. And then we have people like AOC parading and and going on to her social media and saying I was the one who prevented these justices from getting protection that's disgusting
0: that is ridiculous you know
2: she go yeah. you know they, they tried to pass a bill that adds extra protection and provides services and uh, security for these justices Wow and she and seven other Democrats um, you know the seven most right. likely the right. you know part of the you know and they were successful and they only had that bill passed wow and now these justices, don't get the protections that she gets.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable. And those are the same people that say, take the guns. I got my private security. Uh, we're talking with Anthony Rickman here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, the Rickman Law Firm, the RickmanLawFirm.com, criminal defense attorney right here in Tampa Bay. And, and you, you think about, too, the, like the J6, the whole thing. It's like it's free publicity. It's the whole thing. They repeat all the talking points on all the MSDNCs in different places, right? Well, look, I've, I've had clients who have been involved in the process.
2: Um, we've talked about it. I have clients who, you know, were being investigated for being part of that whole process. And, you know, you see the, what's reaching here. And you, there's two basically there's two prosecutions, one prosecution of the government and one they say investigation. But really, it's a congressional prosecution. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's prosecution of Donald Trump. I mean, right. and they're doing it on a public stage. Um, and the purpose of the January 6th committee was it was a, created with the intent of finding out why it happened yeah. and preventing it from happening again. That was the original intent. And I understand Congress has the right to conduct these investigations, but at what point in time is it investigating, and when is it turning into grandstanding? When is it turning into let's find out the root cause of this issue to stop it, and turning into a two-month political commercial? Well, against also, Donald with Trump.
1: Navarro, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, he had an executive privilege where he didn't have to go and sit in front of these guys, yeah. and they indicted him for it and made him look like again the perception, right? And that's what it is. It's all about the perception. And look, this is this is.
2: This is really an indictment of Trump. This is a public, you know, indictment of Trump. Exactly. What he did, what he didn't do. And look, I don't think anyone is going to sit here and say that they justify the actions of those individuals who assaulted law enforcement officers. Right. You know, as a conservative, I'm disgusted. You can't say you back the blue, right. and then go and fight the blue. Right. You know, somebody who says I was there because I support law enforcement, I was there because I support our president, I support the police. But then why are you at the police line screaming at that cop, cursing him out, throwing things at him? Right. There has to be a line drawn. Those are the people who should be prosecuted. Those are people who are being prosecuted. They took it too far. Too far. Not just too far. They committed crimes. And anyone who committed a crime, assaulting an officer, battering an officer, breaking things within Congress, within, yep. the, within our house. That's our house. That's, that's our house of representatives. Yep. Okay? When you go in there with the intent to hurt somebody or break something, you should be prosecuted. But then there's that other section. The section of people who are there supporting a cause, supporting the president of the United States, yep. supporting what they believe to be true. And they are being demonized exactly. for doing what they can constitutionally do. Or shot in the
1: head, Ashley well, Babbitt.
2: Oh, well, look, and we talk about the deaths. Really, the the only murder that really happened at the Capitol was that of Ashley Babbitt. Mm-hmm. You know, the only death that occurred was Ashley Babbitt. And call it what She was unarmed. Um, she was doing what she shouldn't have been doing. She was in a restricted place, but is being in a restricted place the penalty death?
1: Right. No. And then they interviewed that cop that shot him, and oh, he's you know, he's given his side. She's not able to give her side. No, look, the video I think speaks for itself. You right.
2: Know, you know, it's a, you know, she, she was doing what she shouldn't have done. She was aggressively in the Capitol. But at the same time, you know, to stick a gun behind a door and pull the trigger without seeing what you're shooting at it, we see
1: prosecutions for less. You know, I've represented right. clients accused of less. And look at the southern border, too, just to kind of bring this all yeah. back home. Southern border, ICE is not enforcing the rules, the, the laws on the books. Same thing, just, just the well, uh, hypocrisy.
2: Eventually, those people are going to be naturalized, and eventually right. they're going to vote the left. I mean, let's call it what it is. Well, I mean, I, you know, is, are they, right? Well, that's what they're trying to do. That's what they're <laughs>
1: trying to do. But I think, you know, look, if you look at a lot of the, the Central America, the, the <laughs> Venezuelas, you know, the, the, even Mexico, I mean, they, hey, you know, they have, they have families, right? Mm-hmm. They understand in families. They believe in God. They have, yep. you know, so, I, hey, I think that's going to backfire. But yeah. you know, but
2: what happens to the border, we talk about, it, is, is the crime increases. Right. And there are a lot of them, a lot of people are coming over here to do the right thing, to have better lives for themselves, but a lot of people aren't. Right. A lot of them are coming over here to commit crimes. A lot of them come over here and commit crimes.
1: Yeah.
4: And
2: we have enough problems in our own country. Their own people committing crimes. Exactly. Uh, you know, so we, we do believe in, in strengthening the border. And,
1: you know, what we've seen is well, the border. Some of it's going to be the dregs coming across. Like, remember the beginning of uh, Scarface? Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, the dredge, the the, the prisons. Right. And what people seem to tend to forget also is that we have enemies all over this world. Exactly. And,
2: you know, what is the easiest way to come through our to our country is through a border like Swiss cheese where you're walking right on and through. And everybody knows
1: it now. Um, you know, it's we, crazy. We talk
2: about Al-Qaeda. We talk about you know Taliban. It, it happens. So, 10 yeah.
1: seconds. Back to you yeah. where, do they, where you want folks you to find
2: you. You can find, find me at Firm.com, 813-999-0502. Arrested, accused, talked to by law enforcement. Don't wait. Contact me right away. Anthony Rickman, the Rickman Law Firm.
1: Yes, sir. Good stuff. All right. Uh, coming up, we've got Fred Mew, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Alex Lima, Black Belt Fitness and Martial Arts as well on the program. We'll be right back after this short break. Follow us online at BrandonRhymes1 on Instagram, Twitter, Uh, Gitter, and all the social sites out there. And we'll be right back after a short break.
4: Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you've been listening to the phenomenal Brandon Rhymes, the Consumer Quarterback Show.
0: To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com.
1: All right, welcome back. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty. We can do real estate deals in all 50 states, and we've got our $10 million listing in North Carolina, uh, 530 Heaton Forest Road. Heaton Forest Road, 530 Heaton Forest Road. Beautiful property. This is 8 Thousand square foot estate style property, 19 almost 20 acres, a magnificent country estate in the mountains of western North Carolina. And the home features breakfast porch, patio, four fireplaces, cool mountain evenings, attached two car garage, two car carport, expansive stone driveway space as well, guest house as well. There's a separate beautiful guest house, three bedrooms, and a sitting room, all on a 20 acre estate. Five Three Zero Heaton Forest Road, Cashiers, North Carolina, golfing community, just a gorgeous property. You've got to see it and check it out online, platinummvpteam.kw.com. You can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. Sunshine, whoa, hey. All right, Fred Muth, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Welcome back to the show
4: hello brandon how you doing hey to buddy talk to you in a week or two
1: yeah doing great thank you very much blessed and highly favored and just trying to stay cool out here in the summer heat man
4: Stay so cool i don't know how you're doing it i i can't do it i go out there on you know, my tape measure is in my hand and it's uh catching my hand on fire it's that hot out there
1: yeah it sure is man getting uh, getting there
4: I watch I watch our concrete people go to work in this stuff, and I, I I say a couple of prayers, and then I realize I don't have to pray for them. They love it. They're out there. I think the hotter it gets, the better they work. It's amazing how how well trained they are to work in this heat.
1: Yeah, yeah, it gets you you know you get the muscles pliable, you get you know more uh, flexible, you're loose, and uh, get in the flow of the workday. Um, Tampa screens and aluminum. Now, Fred, we'd like to talk about. You know, factor things affecting folks uh, out there right now, Uh, you know, consumer discretionary spending is down. Uh, You've got, you know, challenges with uh, inflation, gas prices, food. We've all heard it a thousand times. But uh, what's what's kind of your advice to folks out there?
4: Well, I would say uh, and I look at it from the eyes of a homeowner myself, uh, I'd be very cautious about how you spend right now. Um, Not that I don't want to sell a screen enclosure. Uh, you know, your, your priorities are what they are. What we have and what we offer uh, are not mandatory items for the house. It's a, it's a pleasure item, basically. And um, realistically, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of apprehension right now with, uh, with people spending. Um, they're not as quick to sign the check as they were, say, three or four months ago. But I understand that. I've been doing this for many, many years, and I've seen the peaks and valleys, and, and we're, uh, we're going from the peak, we're going to the valley a little bit, and that's to be ex- you know, expected. Basically, the silver lining to any, uh, anything, um, typically, Brandon, is at some point I believe materials will start to loosen up a little bit, and I think material prices may come down to a more manageable price range, which is not where they are now. Uh, and that's not just with our industry. That's with everything going forward. So I think um, with the with the economy sliding a little bit, I think we're going to see things come back to what I would call a more, more normal range. Um, I hope it doesn't slide too much. I'm somewhat optimistic that it's going to drop off uh, slightly and maybe maintain a normal level and not continue to drop. As, we, as what we saw back in 07 and 08. I don't think we're going to go in that direction. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah. No, I just – I want to ask you about the supply chain. You know, like what's what's happening with supply chain? We're going to look at the labor and and just kind of see how small business owners are, you know, navigating these times, these challenging times. I know insurance costs are up uh, for homeowners. You know, is that translating into, you know, challenges for, uh, you know, self-employed folks out there? But, yeah, the supply chain and, and you know, getting the, getting the materials, getting things – to the job site, what have you seen in that, Mark?
4: It, it's still it's still not good. Um, I you know I sent three text messages this morning to people that have been requesting uh, you know basically a timeline on their product, and uh, when I when I cannot get an answer from the supplier, I can't give the answer to my homeowner customers, and that, right. that's that's not the way that I like to operate. I like to be able to give them some type of a positive answer, and it's not there. And what, what I am finding is uh, when I respond and, you know, you have to respond, they are very understanding. Most people are extremely understanding right. based on the condition of, uh, you know, of society right now, because society is, is not in a very good position.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's great that that you have, you know, folks that are understanding. And I think, you know, on the contractor side too, the fact that you're communicating, keeping them abreast of the situation, uh, let them know, you know, the expectations. That's what you've always talked about as well, Fred.
4: Sure. And I'm thinking in your industry, you know, the saturation um, level is is a lot different than it was a couple of months ago, Uh, you know. Basically, people are not in a bidding war right now to buy the home. I don't think they're negotiating prices. I just know that uh, homes are not selling and closing as fast as they were a couple of months ago, which which is more of the norm. And um, as time goes on you know i'm expecting things to just level out basically and and come back to a, a realistic way of life how about yourself
1: yeah that would be nice wouldn't it you know uh, see how see how the elections take place in in november start normalizing and uh, getting you know getting a little check and balance going on but yeah i i agree with you you know the market has shifted you know there's a there's a shift in place uh, happening right now there's a shift where you 've got inventory uh, that's staying on the market a little bit longer now we are still getting multiple offers i, I you know I had a beautiful depending on the type of home in the area but three yeah, two pool home corner lot great location in Pinellas county uh, had multiple offers on it. And it went you know well above ask but uh, yeah that's a little bit more of the rare now not you're not getting you know 25 30 offers you're getting you know 5 10 15 and uh, certain properties and then other properties that you think might sell faster sometimes they don't uh, absorption rates are changing so the absorption rate has increased uh, from uh, you know in the 80s or in the 90s now you're down in the 80s And then you've got in Pasco and Pinellas, uh, Pasco Pinellas counties, you've got 16% more inventory than we had 30 days ago. And then also contracts are down. So the, Properties that have gone pending are down 4%. So, again, not a huge number. People are still migrating to Florida because of some of these other states and their policies uh, pushing people here. And, and of course, many other reasons, absence of a state income tax, uh, the great weather, things of that nature. But, yeah, you're you're still seeing that trend, and it is slowing down just a little bit, Fred.
4: Yeah, well, no matter what happens, uh, I believe the the northeastern people are still going to continue to migrate south. Um, I, because I'm, I'm from that area, and I, I know what goes on up there, and I have, still have friends and family up there. When they tell me the numbers, the taxing and the tax numbers, and oh, my gosh, it's just so hard to believe at this point. Because when I left, uh, it was nowhere near as bad, but it's really significant at this point. You know, in New York City, if, if you don't make 150000 bucks a year, you can't eat.
1: Right yeah it's challenging up there man the northeast and you know you got the crime factor too a lot of crime you're seeing crime in in certain places especially the big cities uh you know challenging times for people if you just joined us we're talking with fred muth tampa screens and aluminum longtime friend of the program here and he does a great job uh, helping you plan your next project so talk a little bit about the planning uh, process that that you go through fred
4: okay um most uh, most homers that i deal with they they have an idea in their mind uh some do some don't most of them do um you know i'll walk to the site and uh i'm sorry i drive to the site. i walk the site with them and and we discuss what they want uh, obviously ground elevations matter uh in in the city of tampa specifically south tampa Setbacks are a, a significant issue that we have to respect, and uh, tree locations. Tree locations are, are a big, big factor in the city of Tampa. So we go through all all of that, and, and basically, um, many questions come up uh, upon the initial meeting, even if the person has the you know the specs and the idea of what they want. Uh, from that point on, we we put a plan together. Three to four days later, I get a bid to the customer. And then we discuss the changes in the pricing, that kind of thing. So if the homeowner does not have a plan and just has an idea where they want the space, what do you call it? This the, uh, the what do you call it that in-between space? space. The in between. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I went blank for a minute there, sorry. So they want the in between space because the inside's too cold, the outside's too hot. Um, you know, I I, I go to the site and I take a look at the back of the house and, and, you know, we, we start with a size or a budget number. It's a mathematical equation. I have to come up with something. And if they say they want to do the whole backyard, I'll say, well, now you're talking in this, and I'll throw a dollar figure out and then we'll say, well, no, let's not go that far. Let's talk about Something in the twenty to thirty thousand range. See, now I've got something to work with, right? And, and, and when I have that, uh, when I have that number, I, I can put a design together for them. And that's what I really enjoy about this business is the designing factor. I I have to get from my mind to their mind the product. I have to let them see what I'm seeing. And you know, a lot of times with just photos and and, and a sketch and this and that and the other, it's not the whole picture. The entire picture. Is what is the point I have to make to them, and that's what I enjoy specifically about this business. When, when they can understand exactly what I'm proposing, and, and it's sort of a, uh, I guess it's a gift in a in a certain certain respect to be able to do that. Um, however, I know a lot of guys in this business. They, they have the same gift. That's that's what we do. We design it in our mind, and we get that we get that design into the customer's mind. And then, of course, it's just all, all about uh, making the deal work at that point. Um, one thing that really hurts us in today's world is when I give them the time frame, because it, uh, it took them, um, you know, a year and a half to build and close on the house. Now, when I tell them it's six to eight months to build a screen enclosure, I see this look on their face. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not a pretty look. And oh, boy. You know, I feel, I feel their pain. <laughs> like you can't imagine. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the way it is right now and that's why i said the silver lining to this uh, slowed economy may be the fact that things will move along a little faster as as i was used to in the past
1: potentially we'll see you know how's what's going on with the shipping what's going on with the you know the mandates things of that nature but uh fred muth tampa screens in aluminum longtime friends of the program uh you're a classic car guy too fred real quick on our outro here what's your favorite vehicle
4: Well, I've always been a Camaro guy. I like the poor man's Corvette, as they call it. There you go, Camaro. I've got got a couple. I've got an original 1967 Supersport, matching numbers car. I've had that since 1981. (laughs) Nice. Some kids never grow up.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, that was my first car. It was a it was a Camaro. I had the T tops, the uh, uh beautiful red. Oh man, I loved it. It had the L T one Corvette engine in it, the three fifty. And uh Oh there we go. Yeah, that's nice. Well,
4: yeah. yeah, we could talk cars all day. A lot long of fun
1: till I wrecked it, but uh, anyways. Why, why <laughs> all right.
4: You do that? Shame on you. I know
1: why, right? Why it was, well it was raining and it was South Florida, but uh, <laughs> but uh Fred, thanks so much, man. Always a pleasure.
4: Okay. Yeah, I plan to bring one
1: of them to your house on the 2nd. Let's do it. Sounds good, buddy. Appreciate it. Nice talking to you.
4: Bye-bye.
1: Likewise. All right, Alex Lima coming up. Black Belt Fitness and Martial Arts. We're going to talk about you know martial arts, self-defense, staying in shape, and maybe a little bit of nutrition as well. Alex Lima, Black Belt Fitness and Martial Arts, coming up here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back.
3: This is work done and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback show hosted by my man Brandon Rhymes.
0: To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894 online at consumerqb.com.
1: Dennis
0: Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams Network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550, 813-750-050, or consumerqb.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events
1: and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here. Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty. Uh, quick, got a quick tell me something good here. Tell me
3: something good.
1: All right, let's go to the, uh, Flint Church to open laundry facility in a basement to help families in need. So the pastor at the, the uh, Good Church in Flint, Michigan, is uh, helping out the uh, community, Pastor Leo Robinson. He said he started talking to the folks out there, and they said, you know, food's great, uh, but we need a place to do our laundry. And there's no, there was no laundromat in the four-mile radius. So every 75% of our people depend on that public transportation. So they said, you remind, can you imagine bringing all your clothes, dragging your clothes on, going to the laundromat and back? So in an effort, they started... Uh, Built in the church's basement, a laundry facility, and you know it's also linked to their studies linking kids not going to school. So they said in this in this article, three mile radius, uh, they have multiple schools, but the counselor had mentioned that the uh, you know one of the challenges was the kids would not go to school because they're closed. So that's you know shout out to Pastor Good uh, Pastor Leo Robinson in Good Church in Flint, Michigan. Feel good story of the day. All right, we got Alex Lima. Consumer Quarterback Show guest as well, expert contributor, black belt fitness in martial arts. Welcome back, sir.
3: Brandon Ross, What's up, buddy?
1: Yes, sir. Thanks for coming on. And, uh, yeah, what's, what are you seeing in your world, my friend?
3: Man, it's been a, it's been a crazy uh, life for me, but a crazy couple months, and uh, specifically the last couple, uh, especially in the last few weeks, have been just uh, pretty intense, had a lot of things going on, uh, you know, COVID, rattled the world uh we're still not fully done with it yet it uh it tried to take me out back in you know end of 2019 or whatever when it first dropped and then it uh decided to come back around and try to get me uh, again but uh i'm out here sitting in the sun man i feel good went out today did some things uh, can't keep me down
1: Nice. Yeah, absolutely, especially when you use the right protocol. You know, that's the, that was the big misinformation in the beginning it's like, "Oh no, Ivermectin is horse dewormer." You know, you can't do that, you
3: know. <laughs> yeah, 100% as you know, you you know the the audience doesn't know yet, but yeah, I did the uh the, you know, I don't want to say the Rogan protocol, but yeah. it's just, you know, a funny little slang term we use for it, but yeah, dude, I, you know, I utilized the Ivermectin and and you know, no lie, a uh, couple days ago I, I felt like I was dying. I mean, slightly exaggerated, but I felt completely awful uh, right. 103 plus fever almost 104 uh, could barely get out of bed and I was like no 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 not this time cuz when I first had it man I was sick for you know over 2 weeks yeah uh, and then and the recovery to get my lungs back to my fitness level was months and I'm like no 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 we're not doing this again the first time around I tried to do okay I listened to what the doctor said stay hydrated stay in bed quarantine all this stuff blah 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 and I do believe in quarantining stay away don't get others sick but I was like no we're going to be more <laughs> more aggressive on the attack this time so yeah man jumped on the ivermectin and the other little uh you know cocktail there and yep uh, I, I feel great bro i'm ready to get back to training tomorrow
1: yep it was sad to see what our country did to people you know they ran them through the ringer and start putting them on ventilators but but anyways yeah so so black felt black belt fitness and martial arts you know i love the idea of you know getting martial arts in there getting the jiu-jitsu workouts i love the workouts and you know, it's, it's such a, such a challenging thing too, because you're constantly evolving. You're constantly learning, you know, trying to remember what you learned the previous, uh, you know, lessons. So it's, it's challenges, your mind, your body, your spirit, man, it's such a good workout.
3: It, it absolutely. And I think that's the thing that is what has kept me in martial arts for so long, other than the fact that I, I, I truly feel that it saved me and I, I owe it as much as it's given to me. I owe, I owe the world to give it back. But, um, yeah, man, it, it's it, 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 it's a mental aspect to it, like no other. You know, human combat—whether you're training for it or you're actually participating in it—it's uh, it's a different beast. It's not like you know, and nothing against any other sport, but right. you know, you're not facing any true danger when you're playing golf. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and it's absolutely—it's still a mental, physical game, and you have to have strategy. But we're talking about human a human chess match with physical repercussions you're not just losing points like there's there's you're going to take serious damage if you don't know what you're doing
1: yes yeah, absolutely. And that's the challenge. That's You know, I love that. You know, I always kind of think about, too, like my personal journey. I had, you know, I was playing football my whole life, so I was a little bit you know more aggressive than the average, I guess. But, you know, you come around the corner and you lower your head, you hit somebody, you come up, make a tackle. Uh, that was one set of skills. But then you get into high school and it's kind of like you're, you are you know, going through puberty or all the different changes that people are going through at that 15, 16, 17-year-old age. And then, but when I was able to, when I wrestled, you know, we did, I did, you know, I started in middle school. I think wrestling, USA wrestling, we go to tournaments. Uh, my brother actually was a national champion. And uh, in, in, uh, I forgot if it's freestyle or uh, the other Greco. But, yeah, you know, but the, the skill set that comes along with wrestling, and then, of course, that translates into, you know, grappling and MMA. But, you know, that mindset of, wow, I, I, if there's somebody bigger, I could just take them to the ground and, you know, do this or that, right? I mean, I love that for kids big time.
3: Oh, for for everybody. So you know, when it comes to, I mean, you know, wrestling. You know, you did high school. You know, whether you realize it or not, uh, you were doing martial arts. For me, wrestling is a martial art. Right. Uh, o- Olympic boxing is a martial art. Is it is a form of a combat sport that you have to study and you have to progress in. You know, um, but yeah, absolutely. For kids or adults or for elite level competitors, uh, wrestling is, is and grappling as, as a whole is is an invaluable tool to have in your in your arsenal. Right. I've always said it. I've always said it. And I come from a striking background. I was a striker first. I wanted to just knock people out, kick them, you know, keep them away. Right. Um, and then I realized the power of grappling. And as soon as I did, I was like, the, the, the better wrestler in every scenario is going to at least dictate where the fight takes place. Right. Always, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Now, And that's, that's phenomenal in one-on-one situations. And, and, and a lot of times in, in uh, self-defense situations, it is good to kind of clinch and get away, you know, but you can't do the whole take them down to the ground, stay there on the ground, trying to work an armbar or some fancy, you know, submission with their friends standing around trying to stomp your, you know, your head in. So there's a time and a place for everything.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, black belt underscore fitness is the handle online, uh, Instagram and other, uh, black belt underscore fitness, Alex Lima on the line with us here, uh, consumer quarterback show. Uh, what else are you seeing? What's, what's big in the, uh, MMA world right now? I saw some stuff about one of the Paul brothers, I guess, um, what are you seeing? What's what's going on? Well, I don't, I
3: don't I don't really count those clowns in the uh, in the truth. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. the, yeah, in the <laughs> exactly. world in MMA, world. they're entertainment for sure. And what they do is combat. And you know, I'll, so let me let me recant that a little bit, just slightly. The, the, especially the uh, I forget which one. I think it's uh, Jake, the the one that's uh, been the, the the one that's actually a little bit better at boxing. Uh-huh. That kid is at least taking it serious, and he trains. You right. know. And even though he's doing these exhibition matches and they're glorified and there's like little hidden rules where they can't knock the other guy out or something, you know, whatever it may be, you're still out there taking legitimate hits from another human being. So it's still a combat sport. Well, but I, I, wouldn't, uh, you know how I like Alex
1: as yeah. the guy because it, it brings me to another topic where, you know, they uh, interviewed Dana White and he's saying, look, my guys can say what they want. We're not telling them what to say. And the, the guy from Arkansas, is, you know, he's talking about why are we in Ukraine or why were we, you know, talking about Ukraine? And, and, you know, if somebody comes into Arkansas, then, yeah, I'm going to fight. I'm going to stand for my family. I forgot that guy's name, but I liked his speech. I saw the oh, other day. That, are you
3: talking about is that Bryce Mitchell, the one that got the camo shorts?
1: I think that's him. Yeah.
3: Dude, so, you know, they have the deal with Venom, and uh, Venom is in complete control over the fighter's uniforms. The only thing they can really do is, like, if you're a fighter, uh, elite-level fighters, the higher-tier ones, obviously, they have a little bit more choice. But you come in, and they're like, okay, what color shorts? Do you want to design your shorts for the fight? And you're given, like, this template. And this kid, like, every time was like, can I get some camo ones? And they're like, no, we don't make camo. Uh-huh. And... He became so popular that they finally dropped a set of uh, of camo shorts. He he posts on Instagram because I finally got them, and yeah, then now he wears them every fight.
1: Can't lose with camo. I mean, that's people like that. It's it's a cool deal. Uh, Alex yeah, I mean, Lima, find him online. Where can they find you at Alex?
3: Uh, you can look me up on uh, you know all the social media uh, at blackbelt underscore fitness. I'm doing a lot of work with Title Boxing right now. Uh, there's a lot of great things in the works, man.
1: Awesome Title Boxing, blackbelt underscore fitness. Alex Lima. Uh, Thanks so much, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right. Another great show. Uh, Anthony Rickman, Fred Muth, and Alex Lima. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another and be a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com.
0: You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes whether it's real estate consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play call brandon rhymes at 813-917-1894 that's 813-917-1894 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the consumer quarterback show